0: chat, news and your views. Alan Corcoran. Minister of State of the Department of Justice with the breaking news today that the funding for the Women's Refuge has been secure, but most importantly of all the start-up date. I'm joined in studio by the Chair of the Women's Refuge, Vicky Barron. Good morning to you, Vicky. Good
1: morning, Alan. How are you
0: today? And by Board Member Councillor George Lawler, the of Western County Council as well. Good morning to you, George. morning, Alan. We're Facebooking this live as we speak, so we can get, uh, apart from hearing both of you, we can get your immediate reaction to what Minister James Brown has just said there. Vicky, this is a momentous day, isn't it?
1: Huge, huge. Um, I suppose I'll start by saying that um, huge gratitude, as Minister Brown said, to all of the previous boards and all of the staff who've been working for a very long time. So we know the Wexford Women's Refuge was founded in 2002, after 20 years of campaigning and here we are 20 years later. um, And we're just about to enter into our 21st year in 2023. So to have this build ongoing is just momentous. It's a wonderful, wonderful opportunity for Wexford to support and empower the women uh, of the county and surrounding counties
0: Can I just ask you to talk a little bit to the people in the refuge themselves who I'm aware may well be listening to you at the moment, I run by there most days when I'm out on my run, I've also been privileged enough to be in there on occasion Mm -hmm. and to meet the staff, so to the staff who actually are at the coalface of this what would you like to say to them this morning I know Lucinda very well, she's a good friend of mine but to the rest of the staff there, for them in the circumstances they're working in what is this going to mean?
1: Do you know, there's, we have a thing called Maslow's hierarchy of needs, and when your needs are met, for example, safety, security, you can move up through that, through self actualization move on and develop yourself. So when you're in an environment where you are working really hard to support others, you need to take a little bit of time for yourself and to look after yourself. And the one thing I have seen since I've come on the board is the absolute commitment and dedication of our staff to the empowerment of women and how they work with them and how they support them and I am beyond grateful to the work that they have done because the reputation of the refuge is fabulous they're building links throughout the community the outreach workers are working so hard to get to all of the towns and all of the villages where they can to meet other people and they are dedicated to the cause which is empowering and helping women.
0: Alright, we're going to look at the effect of what the new refuge is going to be and how you you, you reckon it will work but George, you've been across this for quite some time as a board member as one of the many people who have lent your support to this Um, take us through what it has taken to get from where it was to where we are now please
2: Um, A a lot of uh, blood, sweat and tears, meetings presentations, uh, interactions with uh, the Department of Housing in Mayo in particular Um, Why Mayo? Uh, that's where the the housing section with responsibility for uh, this this uh, would be uh, located. Uh, I've been I've had numerous phone calls with many of the officials there, uh, who have provided wonderful support to to this project. Um, about five or six years ago, I um, was kind of, to be honest with you, exasperated at the lack of progress in in the development of a new refuge. It had been spoken about and talked about and kicked around. So uh, myself and Tom Enright went to the current refuge and we sat down in the mm-hmm. in the. The living room area of the refuge, and we went through everything with the with the Venn board, and um, I had actually identified a site in in modern town that was would would have deemed to be suitable and. Uh, From that and from then, uh, we have gradually progressed to a situation where this morning we get uh, the official word that 6,457,789 euro and 21 cent, (laughs) including VAT, has been provided uh, by the department for the construction. Uh, And it is the first of a number of projects throughout Ireland, but Wexford is the first uh, new refuge to be built. Probably one of the first new refuges to be built in many, many years mm. in Ireland. But this will be a state-of-the-art refuge. It would triple the capacity that we have in the current refuge, which is was of its time. Uh, it's 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 cramped. It's small. It's not fit for purpose. But this new refuge will be um, custom-made, if you like, for the needs of uh, a modern, uh, progressive right. women's refuge and all yes. that goes with it.
0: Um, you have often spoken about the, the 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 spirit of the volunteerism associated with there. There have been a number of people like you who have come, and some have now moved on. I'm, I'm sure you'd like to acknowledge them as, and I'll come back to Vicky on this as well.
2: Yeah. The people who've worked towards this, yeah, pre- previous staff, previous board members, previous chairpersons, mm-hmm. who have really put their shoulder to the wheel, because a refuge is not the easiest place in the world to either work or administer or have governance over. There are there are a lot of interactions and difficulties at a high level uh, uh, within, both within and indeed without, outside of the refuge. So that's that's a difficult process anyway. So uh, p- parallel to that and in an alliance to that, the, the campaign for the construction of a new refuge is something that I sort of, that's the reason I went on the board, mm-hmm. to be honest with you. I, I like getting projects over the line. I've worked with Brendan Howland on many projects over the years, as you were. So my remit on the, on the board, as Vicky will, mm-hmm. will will attest to, is has been the new build, and that's something that I dedicated. And also, of course, uh, along with people like yourself and many others, Tom Coleman in particular in Piercestown, yourself and Padraig uh, Murphy and, and Father Sean Devricks, we kicked off kit out the refuge uh, mm-hmm. because what we will get will be the bare walls yes. uh, of the refuge. And how is that actually going now George? At the it's gone extremely well uh, we're, the fundraising is going extremely well, even before we turn the put the shovel in the ground which we expect to happen in the next couple of weeks uh, you know we're, we're in a really good place to kit out the refuge so the women and children who will utilise this facility will go into a refuge that is ready for their needs and will give them back what they have lost for so long over many years, give Mm -hmm. them back their dignity, independence and and get them back on the road to recovery and back into the place Mm -hmm. in empowerment and back into the place where they need to be.
0: Well let's look at that aspect of it now Vicky because when somebody comes to the refuge they are in the deep throes of despair really. The fact that you now have this new state of the art premises I talked about the wonderful welcome they get from the staff Mm -hmm. there but let's talk about the women themselves uh, and their children have to use even when I refer to the the study area the play area for the children what is it going to mean for someone who has to call on the services of the women's refuge now
1: sometimes the hardest thing a woman will ever do is to leave her family home and come to Wexford Women's Refuge Um, as, as we know the refuge is where it is it is a lovely place. It's like a family home, but it isn't fit for purpose. So there's a lot of communal communal areas. The new refuge has a lot of um, independent living areas where the you know the washing, the drying, everything else that you would run your own family home in your own unit. Mm. Um, it's a it is I suppose what everybody needs to know. The refuge is a short term emergency accommodation. So the the plan is when any lady and her family arrive is that it's an eight week eight to ten week process whereby supports are given services are linked in with yeah. and that's all done say from the current refuge. There isn't a meeting space there isn't a private area so if you want to have a conversation you're either in the room or you're in the sitting room which yeah. if somebody else wants to play or children want to be there that's not private. So the new refuge will have all those facilities which will just afford everybody the dignity that they're entitled to really.
0: And the most important thing of all is that the service is there and the services right, and you want me to call out, I, I have the number here haven't yes, like, because yes. we're talking about it and the number is 1800 and <laughs> 220-444 four 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 four, four. Four. Yeah. Yes. so 1800 220 it, it's also directly opposite the rape crisis centre and I know that they offer counselling services to people who use the services of the women's refuge so the fact that they're literally across, mm-hmm. across the, the road from each other aren't they?
1: The plan going forward will be to link in with as many services so we don't duplicate because for example there's no need for us to offer counselling when the rape crisis centre offer counselling so we will offer other, we will link in with those and that's already in progress at the moment but it's linking in with other services as well because we all know how services are stretched and what we need is intelligent, informed, prepared thinking going forward and joining up of all our services so that everyone is working together so -hmm. that the council, the refuge the rape crisis centre, all of the other services who are involved with supporting women and to get them back to the empowerment and the place where they want to be, that they're all working together going forward.
0: You took it on, you're you're a school principal and you've taken on this role, why did you take on the role? Because it's a demanding role
1: Um. Believe it or not there were a few of us who who felt a calling on New Year's Day. It's it's really weird and and I can't even explain it but um I I as you know I'm doing my doctorate so i finished the taught aspect of that and I'm moving into the research end of things now. Um I am aware of many schools who are supporting um families um who need access to refuge and respite. I'm also a member of the I'm um, the IPPN which is the Irish Primary Principals Network county representative on the local sipsy sorry for all the acronyms, which is the Children and Young People Services Committee. And there I would have linked in with other services and yeah. the refuge before. So I saw on Wexford Volunteers they were looking for people to go on the board. So I applied um, with three others and um, we went for interview. We were deemed a suitable candidate and I suppose as the board moved and evolved then um, I was asked to step up as chair. So I started right. in HR and moved up. But it's about giving back.
0: And, and the link with uh, People like George there, because you said to me specifically, you wanted him to be here with you this morning because you felt that that link with people on the board is crucial.
1: The board, the interesting thing about a board is, and I suppose this is something that needs to be looked at at national level, we are volunteers, yet we are charged with the governance of a business. So if you're in the private sector, you run a business, you have a CEO, you have a management structure and everyone is paid. In the voluntary sector, we are all volunteers, so we are trying to find people with specific skill sets. So. I joined the board, George was already on it and he'd made huge progress with the build but as people like George we need on voluntary boards like there is an issue going forward with the responsibilities and the legal responsibility of okay. a group of volunteers running um, a voluntary business.
0: I have to wrap it up for the moment but it's only the beginning and it, it is really a wonderful, wonderful like there are so many things out there George we want to get across the line, the flood relief scheme in in the Technological mm-hmm. University campus but this is the first one that is now across the line Mm -hmm. and you'll have to call me up when the digger comes in because I know you can't say too much George but it's a Wexford company that's to the forefront of getting this which is even better news again so when the diggers come in will you please invite me up because I want to be there to see that shovel go into the ground (laughs) because this is something we've waited a long time for Uh absolutely
2: it is a Wexford company, or the, sec- the successful tender. Uh, w- won't name them just just yet because the contract has to be signed. But uh, uh, I, I think it's wonderful that a Wexford company will build such a facility in the heart of Wexford Town and Modlin Town uh, uh, as, as as per proposed. I just want to thank a, a, a couple of people in particular: Shay Howell, the County Architect of Wexford County Council. Mm-hmm. I've had dozens of meetings with, with Shay over this over the past. I've
0: seen the years. pictures is that Shay's design. Is yeah, it well, a, that would be well.
2: OBFA in Dublin, who would be the design team. Mm-hmm. Um, but Shay. Was the, uh, was the person uh, that would have driven it in the council and I literally had dozens of meetings with Shea over the past number of years on this and also particular mentioned to Gary Morris a uh, local man mm-hmm. here uh, in, involved in architectural design who came on board at a critical time for us when we were making sure and ensuring that what the Refuge uh, had what the new build had was exactly what we needed, and Gary came on board in a voluntary capacity as well right. to assist us in, in in that regard. But this is a wonderful day for Wexford. Uh, sadly, a much needed unit, mm. uh, a facility that will be a, a, a stepping stone for many women and children as they as they progress to recovery and empowerment. And and w- I know myself and Vicky are extremely proud, and also yes, the, the yeah. previous board members, the current board members, mm-hmm. the previous chairs who put so much into this as well. It's it's a wonderful. wonderful may
1: day. I just say one thing before? Of course you can. So yeah. Yeah. sorry, but um, we will, if we can Alan, we'd like to come back sometime at the end of November because of we're beginning our 16 Days of Action which is a national programme yeah. um, to recognise and um, support awareness around it. You're very violence. welcome.
0: So, I'd like to thank you, thank you both for joining me in studio from the board, uh, Councillor George Lawler the CEO, the chair of the board, uh, Vicky, Vicky Barron our thanks to Minister of State James Brown who I have to tell you gave me this information late yesterday afternoon, he asked me to keep an embargo till 9 o'clock so I appreciate Minister Brown for giving us that information, which was so heartening and so good to hear on a Friday. And to all those who have made this happen, it's a good day for Wexford. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news, and your views.